0: what's up everyone welcome to the pop culture collective and i guess a combined episode of getting grilled because i'm the only one here uh it's john grill and really yeah it's just me uh i don't know where johnny bones is he's Somewhere being awesome. And Dan is on the West Coast. He just climbed Mount Whitney, which is the highest peak in the continental United States. Congratulations to him for that achievement. That is awesome. He's been training for it for months and months. And we are very proud of him. And Bones, yeah. Hey, dude. What's up? So, listen. We're going to do a couple things here. Uh, you know, it's, it's basically just going to be a show of me recapping things that are going on here as in pop culture and and everything from my perspective and then maybe a preview of things to come on some other shows uh, So first and foremost, let's talk some wrestling. We don't get to do that very often on the show but it was a big week in wrestling. We had payback which I can't believe I'm gonna say this was better than SummerSlam I you know and I know there's a lot of people out there that think the same thing so I I gotta be honest. To me, it, it was better than SummerSlam ever could be. And I don't know why that happened or how that's even possible. You know, it, it's... SummerSlam should be the premier summer event, not a pay-per-view like one week later. Uh, I was really happy to see the Riot Squad uh, come out and uh, kick the crappity Iconics. I'm a fan of the Iconics, but, you know, I love Ruby Riot. Yeah, Bones, I just said that, and Liv Morgan's awesome. Um the Bobby Lashley Apollo cruise match. Great, great athletes. It would have been cool to see a little more. Uh, it was cool to see, uh, a strap be put on Bobby Lashley. Uh, Biggie continues his run to the top by defeating Seamus, Matt Riddle. Honestly, this was a surprise to me. I didn't think he was going to go over King Corbin, but he did. Uh, you know, I guess we're high up on Matt Riddle now, which is cool. Cause I think he's a great performer. King Corbin's King Corbin. Now, Here's a good one: Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax defeat Bayley and Sasha Banks. Shayna's submission at the end of the match was one of the most insane things I've ever seen. It was awesome. Little weird to put the belts on Baszler and Nia Jax, but you know, with what's going on storyline since Payback, uh, it's been pretty cool. I like what they're doing. Uh, you know, with Bayley, pretty much, you know going after Sasha on TV this week, you know, they're setting up a, a Bailey Sasha feud, which wow. How many times are we going to see that? But whatever. Baszler and Jax are your women's tag team champions. Now, one of the most insane upsets of the night, Keith Lee defeats Randy Orton. Now I am a huge Keith Lee fan. I always will be. I always have been. And quite honestly, I was so happy to see him go over Randy Orton. Not a fan of the character tweaks. Uh, I understand we're trying to get away from CFO here with the music and the characters talking very slow, but, you know, whatever. I, I was very happy to see, and then what happened after on TV was pretty cool too. Now, Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio are going over Seth Rollins and, and Murphy. This was the only outcome. I don't think you could have put Rollins and Murphy over to Mysterio's, so I'm glad it happened. And that brings us to the main event. Roman Reigns... Beats The Fiend and Braun Strowman. Now, I will be honest with you. This is the first time since the beginning of The Shield that I am interested in Roman Reigns. And the only reason I am interested in Roman Reigns is because Paul Heyman is in the mix now. What I think is going on is that WWE is kind of making up for their mistake with Cena and not turning him heel and turning Roman Reigns heel. This is great. I'm actually interested in Roman Reigns. This is fantastic. Now, more happens on TV this following week. I'm not going to really cover TV because I don't think I really need to. You probably all watch it. Did I like how he came out right at the end of the match? No. He should have been in the whole match. Are we trying to ease him back in? I guess, but I don't know. Now he's got to fight his cousin. That's going to be awesome. So we'll see what happens with this, but I'm super interested with him and, and Heyman we'll see what happens there so that brings me to aew all out which just happened and i don't know guys aew had a rough night um lots of things went wrong and uh you know i'm, I'm kind of worried about some people's health but i guess that goes with with professional wrestling so let's talk about the pre-show matches joey janela Goes over Serpentico. I don't understand why this match was a thing. Why don't you have Joey Janela, at least Joey Janela, in, in the Battle Royal? I, I, he's a big name there now. I, I like Serpentico, too. He should have been in the, in the Battle Royal as well. I, I, I don't understand. But I guess that's what they wanted to do. After that, you have Private Party, who goes after and defeats the Dark Order. Uh, I saw this happening, you know, I, I, there was no way Reynolds and Silver were going to go over private party. Uh, it, it just wasn't going to happen. And that brings us to the main card, big swole beats Brit, Brit. Brit I can't even talk. Cause it's so funny. She beats Britt Baker with nitrous oxide pretty much makes Britt Baker go to sleep using laughing gas. It was great. It was a great match. I thought that was awesome uh young bucks excuse me go over the jurassic express i would have loved to see the jurassic express uh upset the young bucks here but top guys you know and that you know that that storyline is going to continue on i think i think you're going to see a lot more young bucks for Jurassic express here that brings us to the 21 man casino battle royale again i think it should have been more people janela should have been in it private party should have been in it That's just me. And we see uh, Lance Archer go over by eliminating Eddie Kingston. I am so happy to see Eddie Kingston in AEW. I loved his work uh, even before this last NWA run. But um, I'm glad he's working. I hope the NWA comes back, but I'm glad some of their top stars have come over to AEW. Uh, Next match. This is the big yikes of the night. Oh, wait a minute. I totally forgot. Matt Seidel makes his debut and pulls a Titus O'Neal, slips off the ropes. Kind of embarrassing, but he takes it in stride. On on social media, he takes it in stride, so I'm glad to see my, uh, Matt Cheadle back in wrestling. Uh, so now 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 comes the bad one tonight. Matt Hardy defeats Sammy Gro- uh, Guevara, but I got to tell you, man, Matt Hardy takes this bump. And his head hits the concrete so hard. I cannot believe they restarted this match. If this was WWE, the match would be over. Aubrey Edwards throws up an X on camera. That should have been it. I don't care how many times Matt Hardy says, he's good, he's good, he's good. Did any of you see the text from Reba? She was going nuts. I would have been going nuts too. Well, I wish the best for Matt Hardy. If you haven't seen The Fall, please go watch it. I I got nothing else to say on that. Now, one of my favorite matches of the night, Hikaru Shida versus Thunder Rosa. I am a huge Thunder Rosa fan. If you listen to PCC, you know that I'm a huge NWA fan. I hope they come back soon. And I'm so happy that William Patrick Corrigan and uh, the Cons have made this deal where some of the NWA stars have come to AEW. Thunder Rosa, Eddie Kingston... And I'm sure we're gonna see a lot more, but what an awesome match! Uh, Thunder Rosa looked great, Sheeta always looks great, and I'm just happy that Thunder Rosa got a chance to be on a big stage like AEW. Now, eight-man tag team match: Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and Natural Nightmares, and of course with Ali and Brandy who get involved. Surprise, surprise! Defeat Dark Order, the Dark Order of Brody Lee, Cole Cabana. Interesting what happens there. Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Now, of course, Anna Jay is there, too. That is how uh, the Natural Nightmare sisters get involved with Anna Jay. Uh, I'm actually kind of surprised that uh, the Dark Order went over here. Or didn't go over here. Sorry. I'm very surprised they didn't go over. I, You know, for such a big group that's supposed to be all powerful... I. I just think they should have went over. You know, they, they lost in the pre-show. They should have went over here. But, whatever. I'm not a booker. Uh, then we have FDR winning. Did I say FDR? Farewell Delano Roosevelt? Anyways, FTR beating Kenny Omega and Adam Page. I think we all saw this coming. It's, it's the end of Omega and Page. They're probably going to be feuding now. Surprise, surprise. But uh, I'm happy for FTR. They never really got a good chance in a WWE, WWE system, so I'm very happy. Now, last two matches night, the main events, if you will. Orange Cassidy throws uh, Chris Jericho into a vat of mimosa. I, I thought the vat of mimosa was going to be bigger. I don't know if anyone else thought that. Uh, really great match. People need to get off Orange Cassidy's back. The dude is awesome. I, I don't understand how you don't like him. His character is so unique. Of course, Chris Jericho is going to put him over. Of course, he didn't like him in the beginning of AEW, but he saw the potential, and you should all see the potential too. What is wrong with you? Orange Cassidy's awesome, and that brings us to the last match. John Moxley, who had a run-in with a uh, person in the crowd on his way to the ring, defeats MJF in a pretty damn bloody match. An awesome match. I'm high up on Moxley and MJF. Uh, I know there was no compete clause, but it would have been cool to see. Um, John Moxley's wife kind of come out do something. But I get it. Laws are laws. So I have to say, uh, out of out of both of these, I was hoping for uh AEW's pay-per-view to be better than uh WWE's, but with all the issues they had, uh especially Matt Hardy's uh you know fall, uh I have to give it to payback this week, which is weird for me. I'm a huge AEW fan. So hopefully they can rebound from this, fix their mistakes keep going so from here i do want to talk about some other wrestling things real quick it's looking more and more like nxt is going to move to tuesday nights they they tried it out last week they're trying it out this week um is this the end of the wednesday night war is this nxt and wwe conceding to aew i don't know is it a good move i'd say so the only other thing you're really competing with on tv at least is impact wrestling which is on axis but not everyone has access tv so nxt's ratings are going to go up what does this leave impact though you know impact's product recently has been awesome they just crowned a new champion in eric young they have a lot of great stars again there's a lot of uh AEW, I'm sorry, not AEW. NWA stars that went there like Tasha Steele's. Uh you also have Diana perrazzo who came from NXT and uh they have a really good thing going and this is this gonna be kind of bad for them, but I think the the impact uh people that are dedicated to impact are going to keep watching that, you know. You can always DVR NXT. But um is this is a good move for NXT. Again, I I think so. Um aew dynamite obviously has won the wednesday night wars there's really nothing else there um people might not agree with me but i agree with myself so that's all that matters uh so moving on from wrestling sports i really got nothing this week you know there's coronavirus updates everywhere uh games getting canceled races getting canceled races going on games going on because of it uh except for some rocky starts i think every sport has kind of handled this and Pretty well, and gotten into the swing of things. I'm gonna wait for Dan to get back to talk sports. He's much better at it than me. So, I'm gonna move on to uh, some nerdy stuff, and that is comic books. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am a comic book reader. I have gotten uh, Dan into reading. In fact, I dropped off a whole bunch of comics to him recently for him to read. Uh, I've been reading a lot of old stuff, uh, stuff from the 60s, early Marvel. And recently, uh, another person on network, Mr. Dusty Dave, uh, asked me to go pick up some comics for him that he couldn't find by him. Uh, DC put out this new Batman comic called Three Jokers, and uh, I was so interested, I picked up a copy for myself, and I gotta be honest with you, it was really good. It inspired me to go back and read some DC stuff, Batman stuff especially, that I have in my uh, collection that I just never read. I just heard they were good and then put them down. So what I read this weekend was The Killing Joke from the 80s, which, oh my god, one of the darkest, most fucked up comics I've ever read, aside from like The Watchmen. And um, it's kind of put me on a kick to uh, get back into DC and watch, not watch, and read a lot more of it. So thank you, Dusty Dave. It's going to be good. From there, I I think I'm going to read some more modern stuff. I just picked up some copies of Why the Last Man and Saga and a cool comic called Pride of Baghdad I want to read. But before all that, if Bones hears this, he'll be very happy to know that I finally also finished the first book of The Umbrella Academy, which is also a show on Netflix. And I'm the kind of guy, if it's comic book based, I want to read the comic before I watch it. So uh, I read the comic. It was awesome. A little confusing in the beginning, but very good. And by the end, I really liked it. For those of you who don't know what The Umbrella Academy is, it's a comic on Uh, that was put out by Dark Horse Comics, and it's written by the lead singer of the band My Chemical Romance, Gerard Way, and uh, I I highly recommend it. I, I really do. Please go read the comic before watching it, though. That's the right way to do it. So last, and certainly not least this week, everyone, I want to introduce to you something that was pretty much prototyped last week on PCC called The Wheel of Tens. I always have these weird ideas of of ways to interact with, you know, all the hosts on the network and, you know, my guest on Getting Grilled when it, that starts back up. And one day I was so bored, I, I found this randomized wheel on the internet and put in, like, 100 categories of things. Top wrestlers of the 90s, top wrestling themes of the 80s, sports teams, and random stuff like your top 10 favorite Muppets, top 10 favorite teenage crushes when you were a teenager. And basically, the idea was to have people give me their top tens. So this week, I had the pleasure of having Dusty Dave and Heck from the network on the show. And uh, we did a couple of them, had some great conversation. And I'm going to leave you with that so you can hear how awesome the Wheel of Ten is. All right. Who wants to go first?
1: Up to you, Heck. Uh,
0: I'll jump on the sword first. All right. All right, Heck. All right. Here we go. Spinning the wheel. Let's see what you get.
2: <laughs>
0: I knew this was gonna happen. What is this? <laughs> teenage celebrity oh my crushes. God. Your top ten celebrity teenage celebrity crushes from when you were a teenager. Okay. Uh,
2: top ten celebrity teenage crushes. Um. Well, shit, because I still watched Dave at the Bell when I was teenage yourself. <laughs> um so Tiffany and Ritheson. Um Mickey James Uh oh what the fuck was her name? I can't remember now and just blanking. That's so bad. Where's she from? Um it was wrestling. It was uh uh not not Lita, um I don't know. Holy shit. The, the blonde, man. I can't
0: uh The blonde? Oh, um Oh my god. I know what you're talking about hey. too. You, you see what I'm saying?
1: Trish. Trish, there Trish you go, Stratus. thank
0: you. Jesus. Trish Stratus.
2: <laughs> Jeez. Trish Stratus. Um Ah. Oh, honey I see. I can't remember. It was the chick from that show, Jag. I can't even remember. Um, I'll leave her out. Okay. Jennifer Love Jennifer Love Houston was actually one. I had a small crush on Sarah Michelle Gellar.
0: Small. Uh, small crush.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, because I I I actually like um I like uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt better. Okay. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Mandy Moore at the time I believe Vita Guerra was out so I had a huge crush on Vita Guerra um Olivia Munn what is that nine right
0: that's nine
2: nine and then I'm throwing this chicken I'm probably gonna get shit for it but uh Tara Patrick
0: what are you gonna get shit for whatever we were teenagers in the
2: 90s (laughs) Dude, I, I couldn't even... I wasn't schooled, yeah, late 90s, early 2000s for me. Yeah, Dude, I had I had such a huge thing for, like, Asian chicks, but, like, <laughs> Olivia Munn, Tarek Patrick was up there. Dude, I was like, oh, my God, they're so fucking
0: hot. Dude, a lot of the ones on your list are on mine. I mean, Jennifer Love Hewitt, absolutely. Mandy Moore and Christina Aguilera. Those three are in my top five. Those three are absolutely my top five.
2: Dude, I... I had a thing for Christina Aguilera over Brandy Spears. Uh, me too. Um, Brandy Spears. Yeah, no, me the too. Shit. See? Oh my god, dude, especially that one music video she had. She had a, I think it was called What a Girl Wants. Yep. Like if you pay attention to the background, she had a Dragon Ball GT poster up. Yes, she did.
0: <laughs> yes, she did.
2: I was like, oh. I was like, oh, I love her.
0: Yes, see, now look, the wheel is hard, but you got through it, right?
2: Yeah, that was
0: pretty dope. <laughs> all right, Dave, you want to do one? Yeah, I'm down. All right, here goes the wheel. See, it spins really fluid on my side. I, it's all, you know, in Zoom, it's all.
2: Oh!
0: Okay. What you got? Top 10 wrestlers of the 2010s. Whoa! Wow. Top None 10 of wrestlers dick, of the 2010s.
1: Okay. Right um... in our
0: wheelhouse.
1: I'm trying to think if I want to stay in just, like, the E or if I'm going to do all of wrestling. Oh, dude, you want all to... of
0: wrestling, man. Okay, all so, of wrestling, so
1: we're going to have to include AJ Styles in that, John Cena, Randall, Keith Orton. Full uh, name. Nice. Some some Ojo, as it would say in WWE 2K18, because <laughs> I still have not played 2019 and I did not get 2020. I heard they're both really um, bad. Oh uh, yeah same here. Uh so let's see I just named Or. Let's see who else. Oh of course Edge. Edge is five.
0: Uh... now wait a minute, now wait a minute, that's five though. He stopped in two thousand eleven though, right?
1: And then he restarted in in nineteen
0: ish, twenty. Oh uh,
1: here, so uh, we'll take Edge, and I'll I'll put uh other I'll put others
0: in. All right, so you're back down to four.
1: Yeah, CM Punk.
0: No, he's at five. So
1: okay, yeah, yeah.
0: So this is five.
1: So CM Punk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, let's see, Kazuchika Okada.
0: I knew he was going to be on the
1: Shinsuke Nakamura.
0: Pre WWE.
1: Uh, you know, I I still like what he's doing in WWE. I just hate how he, I think he should have won the title from AJ at Mania. And then the whole ball storyline was weird. Yep. And now, now he's kind of like weird, but he's Shinsuke. He's timeless. Um, let's see who else. You got three
0: more spots.
1: I'm, I'm going to also uh, say this person, considering his fall from grace and recovery story, Jeffrey Nero Hardy. Hard.
0: Absolutely agree.
1: Um, yeah. Let's see who else. Uh, Kenny Omega. Okay. And... One more. I'm, tra- I'm trying to think of people I've actually met. Uh, oh, nice. Oh, and B- B- Roman Reigns
0: so real quick and this obviously right. will go on every wrestling show this week but um this is the first time I've ever been no not the first time this is the second time I've been interested in Roman Reigns first time obviously with Shield when it first came out but uh I think they're going to do with him and they're going to correct the mistake they made with Cena and actually turn him heel alright you guys want to do one more each yeah i yeah
2: All right. I'm
0: in All right, heck. here's your second spin Let's see what we get.
2: Come on, baby enemy.
0: Ooh, are you a car guy? Ooh, shit, yes I am. All right, man, give me your top ten car models. You want you want the year with them or? Dude, if you are, if you you could be as specific or as vague as you want.
2: Okay, so top ten car models. It's a mix between American and Japanese import.
0: Always. Same here. Um,
2: <laughs> so it's the AE86 Toyota Corolla.
0: That's because you watch Initial D. Whatever. Okay.
2: <laughs> Dude, That the anime in the movie was fucking great. And thumbs up for you knowing that. So the AE86 Toyota Corolla, the R34 Skyline GTR, the RX7 third generation.
0: Ooh, specifics. I like R- it.
2: RX7 second gen. Um, how many is that?
0: So that was four. The last you cut out a little, but I heard RX7 third and second generation.
2: Right. So RX7 third and second gen are faves. Um, 1967 Shelby GT500 Mustang. Okay. The 1970 no, no. Mustang. Boss Edition, um, 1969 Chevy Camaro Super Sport, um, Three 1969 Chevy Stingray. Where am I at? Two more?
0: You got two more.
2: Okay. Um, this one is this one's actually been a fan favorite for a long time. Um, the Dodge Viper when it first premiered.
0: First gen, the first gen ones, right? The first gen, the first gen Vipers. The nicest looking ones, in my opinion.
2: Yes, they were the dopest looking ones. Agreed. And last but not least, it's, I've been, I'm actually still pursuing this car. If I have to get rid of my RSX, I will. In order to get this, I need a 1995 twin turbo Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi? No, I'm sorry, 1995 Nissan
0: 300ZX. I mean, good luck finding one that hasn't been already I, destroyed.
2: No, no, no. I there's <laughs> okay. So guys, if you guys want to take this trip with me, we can. We can totally make this a thing. Um,
0: down in Virginia, there's a place called Duncan Japanese Imports. Imports. <laughs> Duncan's Imports, man. I'm on that website every goddamn week. <laughs> Fucking Instagram set me up. Yes.
2: I found the fucking IG. So, I not only did I find my 300ZX, I found the Fair Lady Z on there, and I found a 1992 R33 Skyline.
0: Yep, they're they're new. they're new. Last year, I think is 25 years for them. Um, yeah. You know that website's scary. That one, and, and uh, I, th- I think it's J Imports. They're out in California. Duncan's cool because he's got a lot of weird stuff that I like. I'm a Toyota guy and a Subaru guy. Um, we just uh, – uh, we'll be done by then. Um, I like really weird stuff. Like, he always has, like, Toyota Crowns. He's got weird, weird Toyota Hiluxes. I'm a Land Cruiser guy. Like, that's my truck. So he's got some weird ones on there. That's like a nice truck. Yeah. Well, I have one in, in a lot right now. Um, but, like, well, it's an FJ Cruiser. Whatever. It's the same thing. Um but um you know that, that Duncan guy and he's he's a uh he got a lot of those the Nissan Payos, the uh, the Pike Factory cars. That's what he's known yeah. for. So look those, at that are, dude. Those hey, are legit nice cars. Heck, we got, I gotta come on your show, man. We just gotta talk. <laughs>
2: Yo, if you're free tonight, jump on. Um what? there was two there was two runner runner-ups that I had for that list. Go ahead. Uh I'm kinda of pissed. It's the the WRX STI and the fucking EVO 8.
0: Ooh, EVO 8, huh? I'm an an EVO 6 guy.
2: Dude, the EVO 6 was a little boxy for me, and that's why I liked the EVO 8. It was a little bit more rounded out. But I definitely fell in love with the year the EVO 8 came out, and when they came out with that model STI, with the, I call it the bug eyes. The bug eyes, man. Oh, that I car is so fucking sexy. My neighbors got one.
0: Bug eyes are cool. Bug eyes are cool.
2: Yeah, man, they were dope. Oh, I man. didn't go European on it because there's only one brand of European car that I would honestly touch, and that's the Audi. Okay,
0: Auto Union, great stuff. I like it. I like it. I'm all right, up. all right, Dave.
1: Yeah, I'm ready.
0: Talk I'm for not your not second spin. He's gonna get another wrestling category, cause that's just how this is gonna work. <laughs> Did I really get? Oh! Oh wow!
1: You got hex category. Yo. Oh man. Oh, we get considering... that
2: was the category
1: I wanted. Yeah, I have a question. For example, like hypothetically, Dragon Ball Z. Is, are we considering that its own or the whole Dragon Ball series as one?
0: You can do what you want. You can.
2: Yeah, okay. honestly, if you think about it, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, GT, and Super Z all fall into... There's subcategories of the same anime. So you can be as specific as you want with it or you can go as broad as you want.
1: Yeah. Okay, no. Th- uh, uh, so, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super... And obviously original Dragon Ball.
0: So that's three right there.
1: That's the like I wasn't a super fan of GT, but it has a special place in my heart, but we don't have to bring that up. It's all right. Pokemon Road to the Indigo League. Yep. Yu-Gi-Oh! I I absolutely loved the Yu-Gi-Oh! ones. Seven Deadly Sins on Netflix.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
1: Yeah, that, that's literally one of my favorites, and I literally stumbled upon it one night when I kept uh, my Netflix on autoplay, and it was the next thing that came up. I woke up, and I uh-huh. absolutely fell, fell in love with it. Obviously, we have to include My Hero Academia. Obviously, let's see. He's looking at his pops. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm absolutely looking at my pops. Oh, uh, obvious, obviously, Avatar. Okay. Last era okay. Yeah. So what how what am I at now? I think you have two more. Two more. Two more, two more. Oof.
2: You want to shoot television
1: series though. This is great. Go ahead. Yep. Um Oh, of course Naruto. Okay. And
2: <clears throat> that falls in the classic show and he jumps.
1: Full Metal Alchemist.
0: Ah, I'm glad I'm you brought that one up, man. So I have something to admit to you guys. I am not uh-huh. as well versed in anime as a lot of you on the network. Uh, my my, it my anime to me is you know a, the original Transformer series, um, which was Japanese. Um, yep. speed, speed Racer. Yep. And. Um, Full Metal Alchemist and the Pokemon stuff was really all I watched. That was that was uh, that was Japanese based. Oh, an Initial D. Oh my God, duh, an Initial right. D. But o- other for than that, let me ask you this. Go ahead. Growing up, did you watch Voltron? So I didn't, believe it or not. Um, I, I yeah, I've been meaning for years to just go back and watch it, but that's I mean, that's it too, right? I mean, that's that's anime.
2: Voltron. Okay, so here's the funny thing, and I've I've talked about it only. In, in conversation. Huh? No, because no, the house is there man. I talked about it in conversation. Voltron is not a US based uh show. no nope. Voltron originally came over from Japan. It was originally dubbed Do- Go Lion. Yep. <clears throat> and then when Viacom bought them out, Viacom media actually positioned it under the Voltron umbrella where the Lions were the third installation of the Voltron franchise. They weren't even the first ones. So, Go Lion transitioned over from Japan. It became Voltron. They kept 90% of the anime and changed only 10%, and they only changed the religious aspects of it because they always used the cross. Yep. And, they changed the death scene in the, in the show. So, Sven originally dies in the Japanese version, but mm-hmm. in the U.S. cut, Sven is actually captured by Zarkon, and then he gets he gets um he gets freed towards the end.
0: Interesting. And he's a rebel. I got I got to watch it. I mean, it's the same with Transformers. Like, you know, it was based off like the toy line was from like four different toy lines. You know, Diaclone and Micronauts and all that, um, and brought right. over by Hasbro. You know, they licensed it from Takara or Tacker, however you want to say it. So it was all like that, but yep. it was part of that late 70s robot craze in Japan. Um, yeah. And you know, that, that's how I got into it. So guys, Dude, I, you are I, the, you are the first yeah. two other than other than, you know, Dan and you know, <clears throat> Dan and Bones. You two were the first ones to like take the wheel of death, and I think it was awesome. I got to do more of these all week. So there you have it everyone, the wheel 10s. I think it's pretty cool. I can't wait to do more of them with everyone on the network and then guests on the show. I I just think it's awesome to do random things like this and to hear everyone's answers. And everyone's going to be different. And I got to learn a lot of stuff, too. I know nothing about anime. I never really watched it. So uh, that was pretty cool. Anyways, guys, again, this is the Pop Culture Collective. You can find us every week on the 4th Wall Pop Network. You can find me on Instagram at Getting Grilled Podcast. And we'll all be back next week for another episode of PCC.